Holy smokes. We're here. A hundred. One hundred episodes. I am taking in the the graphic that you have uh, altered. <laughs> At first, I thought it was something. There was something wrong with it, but I see that you have made us uh, the the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins um, while celebrating our one hundredth episode. But okay, what'd you say? It's not what I was going for, but okay. That's the first thing I thought about. <laughs> This is no, no one asked us. Episode, episode one hundred of this show. Um, not. <laughs> I mean, we've we've done a lot more than one hundred uploads on this YouTube feed, this uh, yeah. podcast feed, wherever you're listening or watching. But as far as actual episodes of No One Asked Us with Craig and myself. This is episode 100. Welcome in, everybody. Uh, I am Logan Lee. He is Craig Schote. Um, this is this is great. It's It's been four weeks since we've done a show. It's been a month. <laughs> the, the timing of our 100th episode, unfortunately, was not very well planned out. Uh, and we'll get into all of that. We've, we've both been very busy over the course of the last month. So yeah. um, that's why we are just now doing this. But we're here. Uh, for episode 100. Craig, hello. How are you? Congratulations on episode 100. How do you feel? Um, Did you think we'd get this far? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just oh. thinking back to the first one. Um, and I, I, I think the presentation looks better and the quality is better. Uh, yep. But if you go back and look at the first episode, it's pretty brutal. <laughs> it doesn't look great. We don't sound great. It's uh, it's come a long way. Um, I know we're not. I don't think we are. If you would have told me we were 100 episodes in plus post game shows and all that. Um, and this is going to sound bad. I would have thought that we would be more successful at this. Yeah. Um, but we literally we're just doing this for fun. We, right. make, we make no money from this. We right. it's just us on here talking to unload our thoughts to the world. Um, so to make it a hundred um, with the grind, cause it's not easy. Um, there is a lot that goes into it, but uh, yeah, I, I did not think we'd make it here. I will say that. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. Uh, we, as you alluded to, we started this, you know, you and I had been talking about doing a podcast for a while uh, at the time we were really in the heart of the, the COVID era Um, and we were just, both of us were working from home, um, didn't have a lot of people to talk to. We were talking all the time anyway. Um, and we just decided one, one night to do it. Um, and I, we, I think we, I think it helped that we chose to start it, um, at the heart of the men's basketball season that particular year, which was arguably the, well, it was the most successful basketball season of the last 20 years. Um, and I think that was, you know, where our interests really collided was, was Illinois sports, Illinois basketball in particular. Uh, so starting it up that year in 2021, um, you know, ultimately we know what happened at the end of that season. We don't need to get into that, but you know, that was kind of the reason really why we started to do this, you know, and, um, we've mixed in some other sports and some other pop culture things and, you know, but yeah, as you said, like, I think we both probably thought we'd be a little bit more some... successful um, than we are at this point. 
but I don't think that either of us really care. No. Um, this is not, we're not trying to do this as a job. I mean, obviously right. we would love to be able to quit our regular jobs and just podcast full time, but like, that's right. That's the main thing. thing. Like we're both working nine to five yes. every Monday through Friday. So, and it's... we both have lives and significant yeah. others and things we travel quite often. And like, you know, like this is just us hopping on a zoom call once a week just to chat for an hour plus about mostly sports. And yep. that's pretty cool. Um, so happy to have been along for this ride with you. Um, this has been pretty awesome. I, I do want to, to throw you a special kudos because you have been the one that has behind the scenes done most everything that the, the audience sees or reads or anything else. Like I, I chip in from time to time, um, you know, when it comes to posting things and whatnot and, and things have kind of trickled off as we've gotten more busy. Like you got married, like things, things have just kind of changed in our lives. So, you know, some of it hasn't gone has been as consistent, but you have done a lot to make this happen. So I want to thank you personally for, for what you've done. Um, you've done a lot and it's, it's pretty special what we created here and, and you definitely deserve a lot of the credit for that. Thank you. And I'll thank you for showing up. <laughs> well the last four uh, weeks that's that's a yeah just to be well, here is a yeah it's um <laughs> it's i mean thank you for the thank you but I, this is i enjoy this you know it's throwing these graphics together um the everything you see behind us and running the the restream and the zooms and editing all that stuff, putting the graphics of our picks together every week. It's tedious, but, but I enjoy doing it. You know, I've toyed with some other things. Like I think this past year, two years ago, I did the whole, you know, automatic bid graphic for us for the NCAA tournament, you know, it's, and it's, it's easy stuff. It's, I'm not doing, I'm not paying for anything, but it's, it's just what I enjoy. So yeah, we're not we're not going to make a living off of this. I don't think either of us expect us to, but we have we have fun just sitting down and chatting once a week. And I know it hasn't been as regular this year, but like Logan said, we've both got a lot going on right now, and it's been a unique fall. So um, I think it's it might be slowing down for me for now. So we'll see <laughs> we'll see what happens the next month or two. And it's kind of nice too because you and I like obviously we have a lot in common. We we do this show together and. We don't disagree on much. No. <laughs> we share a lot of the same viewpoints, yeah. which probably doesn't make great content. Not content, um, yeah. But when it, you know, you mentioned putting the graphics together. We're both just kind of geeky when it comes to that stuff. You yeah. know, I have thousands of spreadsheets that are just mm -hmm. things devoted to the show and not devoted to the show. And like, so we both just have some of these things in common where we like doing this stuff. We like putting these things together, you know, and some of it makes it to the show. Some of it makes it to social media. Some of it doesn't go anywhere, but it's just one of those things that you and I have always kind of shared. And uh, so it's been kind of nice to just be able to do this and, and talk with somebody and, you know, go over some of these things. So uh, once again, thank you. Congratulations. We made it to a hundred. Uh, we'll stop it here. And it's been a great show. Um, all right. So if I would have known you were going to do that. I would have had like a thank you graphic that would have took us off and thrown that up and be like series That's finale. It. That's it. Bang. No, uh, unfortunately, uh, I think we're going to stick around and do this for a while. Uh, we're about to get to basketball season, which is really where our content will probably take off again. Um, that's usually what drives us in terms of this show. So 
plenty more of that to go. Um, but for now, it's still football season. We have football stuff to talk about. Should we lead with what we've been doing for the past month? Um, I mean, we yeah, both we have can. done some yeah. things that I think at one point or another, we probably should have talked about. Um, we don't have to go over all the details of, of all of our trips. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I, the reason I bring that up is I obviously need to talk about the one thing that I did yeah. that was because of this show. Yes. Um, so you went on a honeymoon. I went on a, a mini vacation, all these other things. But in the middle of all that, I went to the whiteout game at Penn state. Uh, that's something I haven't been able to talk about on this show. Um, yeah. since it bad actually timing. happened. Um, yeah, again, just really bad timing, but that was ultimately because of this show as why I was able to do that. Um, uh, a buddy had reached out through my bro- through my brother to provide me tickets, uh, to be able to experience this. Um, so this was now several weeks ago, so it's not extremely fresh in my mind. Um, but again, it was because of the show that I was able to do that and went to, went to state college, watched, uh, the Nittany Lions wipe the floor with Iowa, uh, which was always, is always fun regardless of the outcome. Um, and had had a great time, uh, a very a whirlwind of a forty eight hours, well, thirty six hours, something like that. Um, but that was that was an incredible experience. Um, again, I, I do know the identity of the person now. I don't know if we oh, talked about do. this or not. I did, yes, uh, I did find out. I found out the identity of the person the Friday before. Long story. I don't need to explain it all. I found out on my own. But then the person reached out to me Sunday as I was on my way home. And so him and I have talked since then. But oh, um, so Jeff D'Lo? No, it was not. It was not Jeff oh. D'Lo. It was not okay. Jeff D'Lo. Actually, it's somebody that doesn't have any affiliation with Penn State, uh, ironically enough. But but yeah, um, went to went there, had a fabulous time, wonderful experience. Uh, my, t- my take on it is that a whiteout is something that every college football fan should experience. Um, the stadium, it's Beaver Stadium itself, is a college football stadium. Like they are just—they're all big. They all see a lot of people, and some of them have been renovated, and some of them haven't. You know, um, so I was kind of underwhelmed by the stadium itself. But like, I don't think that's really the point of going to a whiteout game. Um, despite the rain and the chilly temperatures, uh, a fun time was had by all, and I am very thankful for that opportunity. Would have loved to have taken you with me, but yeah. obviously you were a little busy that particular weekend as well. That's something um, So uh, I luckily had somebody that that was more than happy to attend, a, a big Penn State fan who had never been to a whiteout game, uh, was was able to go with me. And that's that's kind of the cool thing about it is, you know, I went just as a casual fan, somebody that wanted to experience this, but I had no allegiance towards either team yeah. other than like explicit word iowa but i when you go with somebody that is a huge fan of one of the teams and has never done that yeah it it adds a whole different dimension whole different layer to it like that's something that i would like to do more of like i would love to go to an ohio state michigan game with an ohio state michigan fan i personally do not care who wins that game but just being able to experience it with somebody who is living and dying with that game you know it just adds a different layer to it which was really cool yeah. um so that was that experience have a question for you 
yes. about that from is this from the comments South Bend Hawkeye yes yes South Bend Hawkeye is in the comments is P is Penn State legit uh be truthful Iowa and West Virginia are really uh He's met, he are, meant are not yes really are not a guess good um Penn State is good I don't know if I can really envision a scenario where Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State all just go one and one against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, hard to say who's going to beat who. Um, Penn State is good. Iowa was awful that day. Um, Iowa's – we know what Iowa's defense is, but their defense was particularly bad that day. Um, they just don't have an offense, as you are well aware, South and Hawkeye. Um are they legit? Uh, yes. Are they going to beat Ohio State and Michigan? No, probably not. They might be one of them. I'm not going to tell you who. I, I don't know. Um, but I think they're they're definitely legit. I mean, I think they're a true contender for a, a New Year's Six Bowl, um, if, that's a, if that's a win for them, um, <laughs> which I think it should be. But, uh, yeah, their, Iowa was terrible that game. Just awful. Um, but Penn State looked really good. So we'll, yeah. the, the real test for Penn State is this weekend. This weekend Going to yeah. Columbus with Ohio State. Yeah, That's the true test. Uh, yeah. Penn State has, I don't a, think has a good Penn quarterback. He has good as weapons. Good as we but I don't think they were going to be. No. That's fair. So we'll That's see. fair. Yeah. So that's that. I just wanted to at least talk about that. You know, others, we don't have to talk about all of our other travels. Um but that was something that I did feel like I needed to at least mention uh, towards the top of the show. So do we need to discuss anything else? Do you want to talk about any of your stuff or do you just want to jump straight into football and have I mean, the conversation that you and I had via text the other night? <laughs> I just, I mean, I feel like I've been nonstop since the la- like for the last month. So, well, you and I both, it, it all like <laughs> runs together. I had yes. back like, First weekend, I was going to my honeymoon. Second weekend, I was coming back from my honeymoon. The weekend we got back was uh, my parents came to town. And then this last weekend, I went to Chicago. So it's like it's just been nonstop. So it, yeah. it's been a weird fall because normally in fall, I at Friday at 5.30, 6 o'clock, I plop on the couch and don't move until m- Sunday night, Monday morning. And I have not been able to do that this year. And it's not stopping anytime soon. So – it's just been a weird fall. That's all I'll say. That's that's how my entire summer's been. Yeah. From I have not stopped moving since uh, the first weekend in June. Like it's been, it has yeah. been nonstop moving. So yeah, in the last four weeks, I have been to State College, Pennsylvania. I have been all through the state of Connecticut. I have been. Uh, there was one other thing in there too. Uh, I don't. I don't remember. Not important. Um, but yes, the only thing I will been... say, yes, go ahead. From my travels, is if you get the chance, and I don't know that everyone will, but if you get the chance, go to Maho Beach in St. Martin. It is, is that the plane one, incredible. Yeah, I can't find yeah, the picture. It's, it's a took. bucket list thing for me. Yeah, it is eye popping. Where is the good picture? I can't find the good picture that I took. It's cool. It's great. It's great content. Uh, but yeah, Maho Beach in St. Martin, you the airport runway is like a hundred feet from the beach, so the planes fly right over the top of your head, and it's unlike anything I've ever seen. I can't find the best picture that I took from it. Here it is. 
I'm going to hold This is great quality here because I'm going to hold my phone up to the camera. Yep. Just, I mean, it yep. felt like you could jump up and, and touch that airplane. It was wild. You, did you guys get a video of it flying like above you too? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen those. I, I thought you did. I've seen other people do that too. Yeah, that's that's is, definitely a bucket but... list thing for me. I would love to I would love yeah. to see that. The other one we, we went to, so that was St. Martin. That was our second stop uh, in the Virgin Islands. The other one was um the stop was St. Thomas, but we got off the boat at St. Thomas and went to St. John, which is a little bit more secluded island. There weren't as many people there. Just the most beautiful beach that I mean, white sand, crystal clear water, like maybe 20 people on the beach. It was awesome. Um Christy gets mad when I say this, but the thing I take away from it most is we sailed right by Epstein Island. Like we could see it. And I took like 20 pictures. <laughs> it was like, holy cow, it's right there. That's like, that's like major history. Right there. She's like, well, why do you care? Like, cause that, whatever. You don't care. <laughs> so yeah, that was cool. But Incredible. if you, I mean, I love a good, I love a cruise. So it was Incredible. a great trip. Great honeymoon. So. We should probably talk about things. We've been on here for twenty minutes. Yeah, we we've been doing this for a while. We haven't even dove into anything. Uh, let's 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 jump into Illinois football. I was prepared to come on this show and give oh. this speech. <laughs> uh, I had a speech ready to go. I had already workshopped it with a couple different people. Uh, I even workshopped another. I hadn't well because I wanted to have the conversation oh, you with you on yeah. the show. Yeah. I even workshopped it, sort of half of it on a, another podcast that I did last weekend. What? Hold on. <laughs> There's two parts to this. We've been over this. I didn't mention the first part. I didn't mention the most important part. I mentioned the secondary part on the other show. It has nothing. To, that show has nothing to do with sports. I'm sorry if that offends you. Uh, go check it out. It's Logan Rob's Mojo Dojo Casa House. Um, I was ready to, I was prepared to give a speech in which I come out and say that I, Logan Lee, am tired of pretending to care about the Star Wars universe and Illinois football. And then Saturday happens. And and you still think that. I still kind of think that, yes. Listen, <laughs> yeah, right? like, I'm... <laughs> Listen, I'm still going to watch. Like, if if I'm sitting at home on a Saturday, like, I'm still going to have the game on. But I just – I'm tired of caring. I'm tired of pretending to care. I just – Saturday was great. Big win. Maryland's a good team. Like, where did this come from? Who is this team? What's this identity? Craig's tweet whispering that the rest, rest of the schedule's winnable. Like, whatever. Good for them. It's it's good. Good win. 27-24 win over Maryland. Um you go on the road after getting just your after looking awful the week before against Nebraska at home, you go to call, you go to Maryland and do that. Like what is this team? I thought I was supposed to be excited about this and I'm just not. Like that was a big win and I frankly still do not care. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. So that's where I'm at. I was so much more invested in the big game out West than I was with that yes. game. I know you had the four screen set up. Allison gets mad at me if I just have two screens set up. So, uh, but I did have two, uh, <laughs> trust me. Um, but my, my attention was, was solely on Oregon and Washington for 
the first hour and a half of that of that block of games. It really was until the last quarter that I even switched over to the Illinois game. Um, but again, good for them. I, I couldn't really tell you what happened. Um, if I'm being totally honest, I know you didn't really watch much of it either or pay attention to it. Uh, would love to see more of it. Would love to give me a reason to, to care. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, it's basketball season. Um, where do we go? This is, we should be excited about this. We should be excited about this. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, we not? They're, still, they're still three and four. I mean, <laughs> the, if this would, if this win would have made them five and two, then maybe, which that's, that's where I thought they would be. I thought they would actually, I thought they would be, yeah, I thought this game, I thought they would lose this game and drop to five and two. That was my prediction this season. And they're three and four and they won the game. I think that tells you all you need, you need to know this team just, it's week seven, week eight. It's week eight, I believe. Yeah. It's week eight. And we still don't know what this team is. And you're gonna lose your you're gonna lose fans when when one game you get this, and then the week prior you lose and get dominated by a pretty bad Nebraska team. And you got people like me tweeting that, oh, basketball's in two weeks, and we don't have to pay attention to this, I'd say, quote, trash ass football program. <laughs> I mean, you just can't have like the whole thing going into this season was sustained success. We have to have sustained success. And you come out and you start two and four, and then you go on the road and somehow get this win over Maryland. Like I it it's just baffling. And you're not gonna hold your fans' attention when you when you have one week you're doing something like this, and then the week prior, the two weeks prior, because Purdue game was even worse. You know, Purdue, at Purdue was even worse than Nebraska. You had two absolute clunkers in a row. You're two and two, and your next two opponents are Purdue and Nebraska, and you get embarrassed in both of them. That's that's how you lose your fans. Now, I'm like Logan. Am I still going to keep an eye on it? Yeah. Am I going to watch Saturday? Probably most of it. Will it have my full attention? Absolutely not. But what – so? What the Maryland game does, do you have a question about that? Or I'll no, move ahead. on to another point. No, what the Maryland game does is gets you back into the bowl conversation because there are five games left. Two of them are essentially locks, I would think. Indiana and Northwestern gets you five wins. So if you get one of Maryland or if you get one of Wisconsin, Minnesota, or Iowa, you're back in a bowl. And when you're two and four, I think six and six is about as good as you can expect. So the Maryland win was huge. Yeah. Because no, I, do I, see, I do see three more wins on the schedule and think they can win three more games and get to a bowl. And that's two bowls in a row. And that is progress, but it's a step back as to, as far as expectations going into the season. So we did this in basketball season where we got about halfway through and we kind of did a, whatever we called it, an assessment of sorts, you know, at the halfway point of the basketball season, we planned around that. We're not, we haven't planned around doing this for football, but like, what is your halfway through the season assessment of where we're at with this team? Um, is this, let me, let me go back up. We know what, everybody had their varying expectations for this team. It was anywhere from like slightly above hundred to like contending for the West. Yeah. 
And obviously they're going to probably fall somewhere in the middle of that, which is like fine or maybe towards the bottom. They'll probably finish around 500. But where are we at now? Where is this program at on October 16th of 2013 in year whatever it is at the Brett Bielma era? Like, are we going to look back at last year and think that was the miss? That was the year. It's hard. It's hard to say no at this point. I think we're going to look at this year as the missed opportunity. This year or last year? This year. Okay. What is the missed opportunity? Because it's the last year of East versus West. It's the last year before expansion. Yeah. And the Big Ten West is absolutely wide open with ev- all five of the seven teams. Six of the seven teams are within just a, a hair of one another. And you come out and you start the season two and four. And you're going to end yeah. the season five, seven, six, and six. This was the missed opportunity because. Illinois is never going to get back to a Big Ten, never going to get to a Big Ten championship. This was the year because they're not going to beat Ohio State, Michigan State, Penn State. Now you got USC. Now you got Washington. Now you got you got eight quality blue blood. I don't know about blue blood. Eight quality college football programs. This year you had to beat six at the time mediocre programs, and you start the year two and four. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad, and I don't know. I, I don't think this is the time or place to start pointing fingers and putting coaches on hot seats and all that stuff. I know you've already done that on Twitter, um, but I don't know. It's just I should be more excited about this win than I am, and that's why. Yeah. It was because the way they looked the two weeks prior to that, you've already kind of ended the season. And yes. in this world of college football, two losses – is essentially the end <laughs> when it comes to like, yes, I realize that Illinois is not like a true like playoff contender. And so they should just be trying to eye a, ser- a legitimate bowl game. Um, but when you lose those two games, big 10 games, like you do that early in the season to the players, the teams that you do, like it's over. <laughs> like, what's the point? Like, what are we playing for here? We're playing to play in the freaking, I don't know, whatever. Heinz Ketchup Bowl on Idaho Potato Bowl. Idaho Potato Bowl on Black Friday. Like, I I mean, I know that's early, but like, what are we? I I don't care. I just don't. Yeah. You know, Illinois is. I kind of. This is what I was going to kind of say earlier. Like, Illinois. I don't. I don't plan my weekends around Illinois football. I never have, um, and I don't know that I ever will. I plan my life around Illinois basketball (laughs) to the dismay of my significant other like i just do i have for many many years like even in their bad years when i was in college like i still planned when i could it was a little harder than but i plan my life around illinois basketball games i do not do that for illinois football and i don't know that i ever will and you're right this was last year and this year were the years to do it to contend to make it to indy play in the big 10 championship game Uh and it's this is how this is how it fizzles out. Yeah, so that's I mean that's the thing. You had the most momentum Illinois football maybe has ever had outside of coming off of a Rose Bowl was last year. You had a top three college running back leaving that you had a hole to fill there. 
Uh, you had a, a three first. You had a first round draft pick, top five draft pick, a second round draft pick, a third round draft pick to go along with that running back. You had such a major sell, and who did they add in the portal? Like this, that's that's college football now. Is the transfer portal? You got Luke Altmeyer. That was, I mean, he was your second choice. I think they wanted Hudson Card, which Altmeyer is better than Hudson Card is this year. But why did they not go out and get a running back? I mean, I they know. put it on Josh McCray and Reggie Love which I appreciate the trust that they're putting in their guys. But when you had Chase Brown coming in, there were a lot out there. Like, you got to go get a bell cow. And I, I think they just point. they just they, – they approached the offseason wrong. Not wrong because they did bring back Johnny Newton. They brought back Keith Randolph and all that. And they used all that NIL money to retain guys. But I don't know that, that, that that's what they sh- – I mean, I'm looking, looking hindsight here, you know. Hindsight's twenty yeah. twenty. But in NIL, if you got a guy that can go out and improve your team, I mean, loyalty is kind of out the window in this in this day and age. So I, I think it was just a looking back, it was a pretty, pretty bad offseason. So, yeah, no, I agree. And that's it was a mistake from the beginning. And uh, now Coach you're Steve's in here with the repercussions. Steve, what's up, buddy? Uh, coach Steve, that's the world of, world of the transfer portal. You need to coach those guys into what you need them to do. Some of them will work and some will not. And that's that's absolutely correct. We're seeing that in both football and basketball. Um, and Illinois clearly did not handle the transfer portal well as far as football goes. Um, either way, Illinois wins over the weekend, beating Maryland on the road. A um, couple players named Big Ten Players of the Week. J.J. McCarthy – or no, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Uh, Seth Coleman, uh, Caden Fagan. Uh, Fagan was great. Um, yeah, too bad you don't give it to him on the goal line. Yeah, one well, line we're not here to make – we're not here to make um, – make questionable calls. Uh, whatever. That's it. Illinois wins. We're moving on. Uh, this week they host – that game's at home, right? Is this homecoming weekend? Homecoming, yeah. Yeah. Uh, host Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin was looking pretty good until they ran into the Iowa whatever. Steel Curtain. <laughs> Steel Curtain. Yeah, uh, that Iowa team, man. They are they can't score a lick, but man, <laughs> you won't score many points, uh, and that's what happened. So uh, we'll see. I mean, I do think to your point, um, I think Illinois has a very winnable schedule the rest of the way, but I you have to convince me that they're going to actually win. So if they go, if they go eight and four, six and three, what's the question? Well, how do you react? If they go, if they finish the year with five, if they rip off five wins in a row and they go eight and four and six and three in the big 10, I think you looking back on the conversation we just had. I think you will be looking back on the conversation as you still should have been able to beat Purdue. You should have been and a ten and you, two and exactly <laughs> and seven like, and one team. Yeah. I mean that'll that'll be fine. Like if that's how they yeah. end it and like whatever. I think Bielema can breathe easier and like go into next year like we got to improve. Oh, and I don't I think, think that's Bielema is in trouble. I think I don't think he is either. Trouble. I yeah. Well, this is true. Regardless, I think yeah. If you finish the season like that, sure we can think positively and get me a little bit more excited going into next season to ultimately be let down again. Um, next season schedule is not the toughest. Okay. Do you want to have this conversation? No. Okay. Um, 
Illinois, Wisconsin, Saturday, homecoming in Champaign. Is that a 2.30 start yeah, time? 3.30, yep. 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central. Yep. Um, FS1. Huh? FS1. FS1. Yep. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Wisconsin's going to be without their quarterback. Um, so that's good, uh, I guess. Um, maybe you get a win there, too. That would be wonderful. Um, anything else Illinois football-related? I'm just going to throw Steve's coaching coach, analysis coach Steve. up there. Yeah, yeah. If they beat Wisconsin, watch out. Watching the Maryland game, I think they're about to turn the corner. Well, Steve? I mean, I agree. What I did watch, like Logan said, I had the YouTube TV multi-view going with four games. No free ads. Uh, okay, yeah. YouTube TV is going to be a sponsor. That's coming. Uh, and Illinois did not have the sound. I obviously had the sound on Oregon, Washington. I was watching A&M in Tennessee, like, it was probably I would consider it fourth screen, but what I did see, they did look a lot better, and I believe Great. that comes down to. I don't know what it comes down to. I don't know. I don't know whether it comes down to the running back or if the O line is finally figuring out their spots, but they did look a lot better. I do believe in this program, in this coach, and that they can finish the season stronger than it started. I. I yeah. I firmly believe that. I think he's going to learn uh, a lot from this year. I think Brett I learned agree. a lot on the way to approach the offseason and making sure his guys are ready this season. And I yeah. think Brett's a coach that will adapt. But that's my I, big issue with his offensive leader is that he does not make halftime changes. He does not make in-game adjustments. He comes in with 10 prescripted plays that look awesome. The redirections and – sweeps going the wrong way and has the defense confused. And then after those 10 plays, it's read option, RPO, read option, RPO, quick slam. Like it's all the same after the first 10 scripted plays. Okay. I'm done. There we go. All right. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> we spent enough time talking about Illinois football. Um, had they lost that game, we would have talked about it for two minutes. Yes. But instead <laughs> they got 20 minutes of our time. So good for them. Uh, around the big 10 last week, Michigan, Ohio state and Penn state all blew out their opponents. Uh, remaining at the top of the Big Ten. Uh, Rutgers was just three points better than Michigan State. And then Iowa, Rutgers as we talked five about. five and two. Huh? <laughs> no, go ahead. What'd you say? I said Rutgers is five and two. Yeah, Rutgers is legit or something. Uh, Michigan State is not good. Um, but they almost beat Rutgers. And then Iowa, who seems to be sneaking back into the conversation, uh, despite their awful showing in State College, um is now back in the favorite as the favorite to win the West. So who would have thought? I put I put three futures on at the start of the season. One was Illinois over six and a half wins. That one is on shaky ground. Yes. Second one was Maryland over four and a half Big Ten wins. Okay. Uh, it's looking okay. The other one was Iowa over eight and a half wins. They've got six with five. Did you, what was, did you put on, uh, put anything on Iowa's point total? No. (laughs) If I could have, I would have went with the under Brian Ferentz total. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And he is squarely in line for that. Yes. It's impressive. It's impressive how bad that offense is. Um, All right. We're not going to do Big Ten power rankings anymore. We kind of make it an executive decision that it's kind of silly the way the Big Ten is. It's like three teams two teams and then a whole crap, a whole load of crap. Uh, But the standings, at least we will talk about Uh, the East three teams at the top. Of course, Michigan, Ohio state, Penn state, all of them 
undefeated going into this current week. Of course, the big game uh, across the country this weekend is in Columbus, Penn State, and Ohio State. Um, then there's Maryland and Rutgers, both two and two in conference play. Indiana and Michigan State, neither have won a conference game. And then in the West, it's typical Big Ten West. You have Iowa there at three and one. Wisconsin, who they just beat at two and one. So they're going to have the tiebreaker there if that's the case. And then you have just a bunch of crap. Northwestern, Minnesota, Nebraska, Purdue, and Illinois. They've all got one win. They're all just kind of beating each other. Um, that's why I'm not going to do powering things anymore because this is what they do. So um, that's the Big Ten West. This week, we talked about the big one, Ohio State hosting Penn State. That's it. That's the big noon game on Fox, 11 o'clock Central Time. Uh, the rest of the games kind of suck. Rutgers goes to Indiana, Wisconsin at Illinois, Minnesota goes to Iowa, Northwestern at Nebraska, and then Michigan travels to Michigan State. All right. Let's see now the Big Ten. Uh, you have Colorado on here. Are we still talking about Colorado? Well, I, I'm kind I of over talking about Colorado. I just left it on there. I don't know what else college football related to talk about. I mean, that's they're doing the colors exactly... you chose for our, <laughs> for our could graphic. Be Iowa could be Colorado. could be Pitt, definitely looks be... like Colorado. I will. The only thing I want to talk about Colorado is, did you see Keenan's thing on weekend update? I haven't watched it yet. I got halfway <laughs> through SNL and I fell very asleep funny. This week. It is yeah. very funny. I laughed yeah. more in weekend update than I have in a long time in SNL. So Yes, on SNL, Keenan Thompson did Deion Sanders and was fantastic. I saw I think... the the Colorado Barstool account retweeted it. Like one of those things where, like, especially with SNL, people are like very negative towards anything SNL. People love that. Yeah, especially like Colorado people absolutely love that uh, ske- like sketch or whatever. So yeah, uh, it's really funny. You should watch it. Yeah, I mean, it's the same that it was three weeks ago when they started three and oh I was like I still need to see something and yeah I I don't think there is I I thought they'd be a seven and eight win team I, I don't think they're even gonna be that um they no. they lost me a ton of money on Friday night man oh lost me a lot of money I didn't watch a second of that game um I'm not sure Dion did either okay uh <laughs> I don't think there's anything else like nationally going I mean on. yeah the, oh, the, the Oregon with Oregon-Washington was the big game of the week. Heisman, my Heisman favorite? Is it Penix? I mean, it was Caleb. Uh, Caleb was awful Saturday night. Uh, did not go to that game. Watched that from the comfort of my couch. I almost and, texted you. Uh, Caleb was atrocious. And it wasn't necessarily him. I, I don't know. USC just absolutely was dog shit. Um, yeah, it's Penix. It, it's Yeah, it's, it's, it's Penix. Um, I think he's the... I don't know if that's the clear favorite right now, but I think he's yeah, they need emerging. To, if they take a loss, then it, it obviously it, it falls down to like a sure. like a like a Drake May or a, a Jordan Travis or, or something like that. Has I think Drake May even probably. had that good of a season? Uh, I mean, they're, they're undefeated. undefeated but... Yeah, he's thrown for nineteen hundred yards, twelve TDs, and four picks. Hmm. All right. So I mean, decent. Yeah, I mean, I would still say it's Penix, and uh, his coach, former former SIU coach, Kaylin Bar. When you were when we were there, I think, right? Yeah, he was the OC while we were there, and Bubba yeah. Schweigert was the DC, and he's the head he's coach head of North coach. Dakota. Yeah, yeah. And they just beat North Dakota State. I saw that. Um, all right, oh, really? yeah, that's it. Huh? I didn't know that. I didn't know that that happened. Yeah, he and he got he was like crying in the presser. 
Uh, Mario Mocha retweeted it. That's the reason I saw. Okay, uh, pick your pick. Um, last <laughs> okay. week, it's funny. Uh, four we weeks ago, four weeks. <laughs> um, let's just do a, a, a kind of a reset, reset on the season. Yep. Um, we're pretty much even. Uh, Craig is eighteen and six in his picks. I am seventeen and seven. Uh, so I've emerged after having an awful week two or whatever it was. Um, had a perfect to, week, week four. To, yeah, I had a perfect week in week four. So good, yay me. Um, so yeah, that's what we're doing. This is our picks this week. Um, we're doing the big one, Penn state at Ohio state, Tennessee at Alabama, Minnesota at Iowa, Oklahoma state at West Virginia, doing some action Toledo at Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Ole Miss at Auburn TCU goes to Kansas state, Duke at Florida state, Utah at USC, Clemson at Miami, and then Wisconsin at Illinois. <clears throat> Excuse me, Craig, you get the first pick. Um, Florida State. I'm surprised that is as high as it is. Honestly, I am too. I, I, am, I, I am a little bit. I don't I know that it. Riley Leonard is back yet. No, I don't think he is. Um, but Duke looked looked pretty good without him and being North Carolina State. So, um, I'll take Florida State. I still think they're one of the top. They're undefeated, right? Are they undefeated? Yeah, they are. Yeah, I still think they're obviously one of the top four teams. I think they'll probably be in the playoff, but uh, I'll take Florida State. Yeah, I think Florida State is about as good of a lock, to, if I'm predicting anybody to be in the playoff, just based on the remaining schedule. Um, yeah, I need you to keep track of this because I am not today. Um, all right, so you went Florida State, which is the biggest spread of the options we have. Um, Let's see, what do I want to do here? Um, I'm going to go with, <laughs> oh, it's going to be ugly, but I'm going to take Iowa. Um, that they're just, they're Iowa, man. They're Iowa. Um, their only loss on the season is that abomination that I witnessed in person. I don't think they're that great of a football team, but I'm not sure Minnesota is either. Um, and they're Maybe gonna you should just go to every Iowa game so they suck every game, probably. Yeah, I can. Uh, it's gonna be 18 to 12 will be the final score, if that. Uh, yeah, but I will over I will take Iowa. 32. Great. Well, I'm dead on, so okay. Uh, I will take Iowa. You're up next. Okay, now it's like I don't, I legitimately don't know. Um, I'm sorry. For as bad as the slate is, they're all really close games. Uh, spread wise, you know. You can thank um, the our wonderful producer for putting these picks. I'll together. Uh, I'll go with a ranked team at an unranked team. I'll go with Ole Miss to beat Auburn. I know Good Auburn's pick. a tough place to play. Good pick. But um, yeah, just uh, give me Lane Kiffin. I guess I don't yeah. know. Remember when um, Lane Kiffin was a lock to take the Auburn job? Yeah, a guy tweeted yep. that he has accepted it, and then it. Yep. Yeah, that was the time. Uh, <clears throat> I don't think they're a playoff team this year, but I think they're going to finish the season much higher than uh, they were looking a couple weeks ago. Uh, I will take Alabama. Ooh, I was Alabama take at home against Tennessee. I Tennessee is fine, but I just Alabama's not fallen off the face of the earth, despite what many people wanted to say. Don't think they get into the playoff, but I think they win that game against Tennessee. So I will take Alabama. Roll tight. <clears throat> You're up. 
pick three. Sorry, I'm reading a reading a comment here from I our saw. buddy. Um, you know what? What's that? I think I'm gonna do it. Do what? Action. I want some action. There it Give is. me Miami, Ohio. I know Illinois played Toledo, so that's like our connection there. But Toledo hasn't been – they're 6-1, and one, but they haven't been as impressive as I think a lot of people thought they were going to be. It's in – is the school in Miami? Where's my – is that the city that it's in? My guess. No, it's in – I think it's Oxford. I think that's it's Oxford, Mississippi. Ohio. I'm just kidding. It probably is. I don't know. You're, that sounds. Anyways, funny. I'm taking Miami, Ohio, um, the home underdog to beat Toledo. I love it. I love it. Um, <clears throat> I had a game that I want to pick next, but I'm just really not sure where to go with it. Um, part of me wants to take the underdog, and part of me wants to take the favorite. Does that mean I should skip it and move on? I don't know. Oxford, Ohio. Congratulations, Craig. <laughs> uh, that sounded right when you said it. Um, man, they looked really bad on Saturday. Really bad. I think they'll figure it out, though, at home. I, I don't know much about Utah, but why are you, what are you giving me? What's Let's that Fight for? on. That's their, oh, that's their yeah, thing. Yeah. I thought you were I knew. I knew where you were going. I'll take USC. Um, they were awful. They were just awful against Notre Dame. Um, but I think he's Caleb Williams is the best player in the country. He's the reigning Heisman Trophy winner for a reason. They'll get their they'll get it together. Uh, I'll take USC. Thing you have to look at there is if Utah's quarterback is coming back yet. Cam Rising. Right. Don't know that. Don't know. Okay. Um I'm going to go to TCU Kansas State, but I don't know where I'm going to go because I the other three games I do not want to touch yet. Um, I've picked Kansas State a couple times, and they've burned me. Attack Kansas State, their favorite. I'll I'll stick with them, see if they see if they do me good this time. I'll take Kansas State. A lot of purple. TCU. Okay, so that leaves three. That leaves uh... – the, the Big Ten matchup in Columbus leaves Oklahoma State at West Virginia and Clemson at Miami. Um, hmm. <laughs> Don't hurt yourself. I'm going to take Clemson. Oh, I'm going to take Clemson on the road. Uh, don't ask me why. Go Clemson. Two left. Who's going to take the big one? Who's going to take the big swing? Clearly, neither of us are super confident with this. So neither of us have taken Ohio State or Penn State. Will you go there next, or are you going to go to West Virginia? Oh, man. Ohio State is so banged up right now. Do it. They're so, like, they didn't have Emeka Obuka. They didn't have Mayan Williams. They didn't have Trevion Henderson. And I think another running back got hurt during the game. Do it. Oh, my gosh. I'm very I, – I really want to. So, I'll do it. Give me Penn State. Penn State over Ohio State. Don't love it. But 
Let's do it. Let's have some fun here. I kind of wanted it. I'm not going to lie, but I had every opportunity to take it. So uh, that's fine. That's fine. Um, that leaves me with Oklahoma State and West Virginia. Um, who cares? Uh, I'll take West Virginia. I knew you were. I feel like every time we have West Virginia on here, you take West Virginia. Really? Yes. Am I a fan? <laughs> Maybe. I'm just, I take Oklahoma State. <laughs> I'm just living in the days of Pat White and Steve Slayton. <laughs> um, Pat, Pat McAfee. McAfee. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. They were fun to play with on college football back in, you know, 2000 and whatever year that was. Um, all right. So yes, I will take West Virginia for no good reason at all to close it out. So Craig, can you recap what we just took? Oh, I didn't write it down. Okay. never mind. We're not going to worry about that. (laughs) I did. Uh, you've got Iowa over Alabama. You've got Iowa, Alabama, USC, Clemson, West Virginia. I've got Florida state, Ole Miss, Miami, Ohio, Kansas state, and Penn state. And I will take Illinois to beat Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. We have to pick that game, too. Yes. I think. Okay. Great. Like, for you. like Coach Steve kind of mentioned in his comment, I saw some things from Illinois on the defensive end, defensive side of the ball. Um, I think that touchdown by Caden Fagan at the end of the first half, I don't want to call it a turning point yet. But we could look back in a couple weeks and say that that was the turning point when they decided to go for the touchdown at the goal line after Maryland called timeout. I think they're going to ride momentum, and I think Illinois is going to get the win. How often do we uh, differ when picking Illinois games? Have we differed uh, much? Not a, not a lot, no. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, I will take Wisconsin. I love your optimism, and I hope you're right. Um, and you might be right. I tend to have a little bit of confidence here too uh but i will still take wisconsin you tend to be the more optimistic one when it comes to illinois than me yes that is true um i think wisconsin is the better team here um but we'll see i've been wrong before so i will take wisconsin all right can we move on from football basketball this is the basketball podcast now. basketball season 50 minutes of football uh, yeah, we are inching closer and closer to basketball season. Uh, so close that the AP poll came out today and that Illinois plays an exhibition game on Friday night. Um, against Tyler Wooten's alma mater. Uh, no, Ottawa. Uh, which, which is, is located in? Kansas. Which you learned? Before the show. An hour ago. You told me. <laughs> <laughs> um... Tyler Wooten um, went to Southern Illinois, but he went to high school in Ottawa, Illinois. Um, not the same place. Not the same place at all. No. <laughs> uh, but yes, so two things to talk about. Uh, we know nothing about Ottawa, so we're not going to attempt to preview that game. It's nope. an exhibition game. No one cares. But it is happening Friday night in Champaign. The AP poll did come out today. And I don't think we need to go over everything. But Illinois is on the top 25. They're number 25, but they are in the top 25. Um, my thoughts going into this is that I'm not trying to be like a Homer, but I was kind of surprised by the polls that I was seeing all off season long that didn't have Illinois in the top 25. Like I know last year was a little Rocky and I know that they barely got into the tournament or whatever. And then ultimately lost. I, I get all those things. This is the team that has a true, like, all-American candidate 
and like talent around him. Like we know the question marks, like we don't need to dive into that now. All I'm saying is that I've been kind of surprised by the lack of love Illinois has gotten when it comes to top 25 polls. I'm not saying they're top 10, top 15. I've just been surprised when I haven't seen them. So to see them pop up in the first AP poll today at number 25 was kind of a pleasant surprise. Yeah, I'm on the opposite end. I, I just don't see it. I Oh, okay. I saw the um you know, I saw Ken Palm came out with his yesterday or two days ago was his debut for the twenty twenty four. He had Illinois at nineteen. Yep. And Evan Maya, his formulas have Illinois at thirteen. And I'm like, hold on, hold on. What? Twenty five I think is about right, but I don't think I, I would not have been shocked to not see Illinois. I would have been more shocked if they were higher than I would have been if they were not ranked. I, I just, uh, yeah, I got, there's a bad taste in my mouth from last year. I just don't know what they improved. I know they're more experienced, Yeah, but we talked about it. I feel like over the summer or something, I know we talked about it on here. What were the two things that Illinois was terrible at last year? point guard play and shooting and they didn't improve either of them so i don't know i don't do i think they'll be good yeah do i think they'll make the tournament yeah will they contend in the big 10 sure will they win the big 10 no do i think this is a locked second weekend NCAA tournament team no i think it's about a 20 to 22 23 win team but i just i don't people are saying that they can compete with purdue and, and michigan state i just right now i don't no. see it I no. need to see. I, I need to I'm not see there. what Brad's doing to help the point guard play. I need to see Dre Gibbs Lawhorn. I need to see Ty Rogers as a full time point guard before I fully commit to Illinois being a top twenty team. Yeah, I I don't know that there's anything that you and I can add to that conversation. That the conversation that's been um, a buzz ever since Sky Clark left um, yeah. back in whatever whenever that was. Um, those two things have been an issue and everybody's known they've been an issue and they were not addressed. Uh, so yes, for everything you just said, you are absolutely correct. Um, the team, the things that this team needed to improve on, uh, they did not. In fact, you can almost make an argument that they got worse. Um, when it comes to maybe. those things, huh? Shooting wise, maybe. Yeah. Well, you had a pretty good one last year that you tra- let transfer out or let, yeah. well, he was, he didn't. Well, I wasn't referring to Jaden Epps. I was referring to Matthew Meyer. He didn't transfer out. He was just yeah. done. But he was a problem in itself, as was Jaden Epps, who, by the way, just casually dropped 46 points in a scrimmage the other day against whoever it was, uh, according to John Fanta. <laughs> yeah, do we – okay, I didn't I didn't I even know. acknowledge it. I didn't even talk to my friends about it. I didn't talk to you about it. Oh, you do don't believe be- it? Do we believe that? Like, are we sure that know. someone from Providence – or not Providence, where'd he go? Georgetown. Georgetown. Are we sure that someone from Georgetown isn't just like, oh yeah, Jaden Epps scored fifty today, and like, I I don't know, I don't I don't know that I believe that. But as one of my buddies in the group chat did say, <laughs> um, okay, he might have scored forty six, but how many did the guy he was guarding score? Yeah, who knows? It's like, even if he if he averages forty six a game, like, did you see the way he was acting the second half of the Illinois season? Like, he needed to go. I'm not taking any stuff. Like, trust me, like, I'm not sitting here like, oh, we should. Have, he needs to be. No, like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that at all. All I'm saying is that he's the closest thing this team had to a point guard, and yeah. he's gone. 
Yeah. Matthew Meyer was the closest thing this team had to a shooter, and he's gone. Yeah. It is what it is. And were they both in... a, were they both a problem? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But those were the things you needed the most, and you you let go what you had. Um, where I think this team will have improved, which you did allude to, is the experience. Yeah. And I think that's that is an obvious thing. This is far and away one of the most experienced teams in terms of years of college basketball experience in the entire country. This team went from I've heard other I've heard like Jeremy Werner and people talk about the numbers in terms of like games started like prior to the season last year or whatever. And it was alarmingly low compared yeah. to this year. You you retain somehow both Terrence Shannon and Coleman Hawkins. You still have Dane Danger, who started a healthy amount of games last year, and is probably going to come off the bench a lot this year. Mm-hmm. And then you bring in Marcus Damas, Quincy Garrier, and Justin Harmon, three players who have been nothing but starters at their previous stops. So, listen, are they going to be a great shooting team? No, probably not. Is there a clearly a point guard issue? Yes, very much so. Uh, do I think those things can be resolved over the course of the season? Sure, I do. But I think the experience is what it comes down to. You have the luxury of having this additional year. You're going to have 30-year-olds playing basketball like Notre Dame has playing quarterback. Like, uh, you know, it's that's that's going to be the difference maker. And I'm not saying they're going to be the most talented team. I'm not saying they're in, they're in that top tier. I think Purdue, as far as Big Ten teams are concerned, there's Purdue and Michigan State. And then there's the next tier, which I I do think Illinois is in that next tier. And clearly the Associated Press thinks so too, because there's yeah. only three Big Ten teams in the top 25, yeah. and Illinois is one of them. So um, we'll just have to see. We're not going to learn a lot in exhibition games. You might learn something again in the Kansas one, uh, which is the following weekend. Um, you know, uh, but you're not going to learn a lot with Ottawa. Um <laughs> This is your warning, though. Yes. That get your – if you're going to get the Big Ten Plus subscription, get it Friday because you'll only have to pay a month. Because yeah. all the Big Ten Plus games are in that 30-day window, then you can cancel and only pay one month of it. Should we talk about this, <laughs> this part of this? What? Oh, Not the stream? The streaming thing. Uh, the streaming I mean, thing. people cry about everything. People I mean, are gonna. Oh I feel God. like I feel it's, like they did I was just like some favors. I, I didn't feel like it was that bad. So okay, well here's the thing, and I kind of talked about this last year. And there we, was we one touched, thing that's bad. I'll see if you say it. No, we touched on this, but we knew, yeah. and I talked about it when ESPN got out of the Big Ten business. Somebody was going to have to come in and replace those games. Yep, and it wasn't going to be Fox Mothership. It's not like Fox, NBC, CBS is joining up to do the Big Ten package, but they're not going to put Big Ten games on a Tuesday night on NBC. They're just not. Or Fox or CBS. You already have a healthy host, healthy load of games on FS1, plus they have Pac-12 and Big East. You have a healthy load of games already on the Big Ten network. So these games got to go somewhere. So that's why a lot of Big Ten games are going to be on on Peacock. People are just going to have to get used to it. Uh, this is the world we live in. Uh, Illinois has three games on Peacock this year. Uh, there are some big matchups on Peacock. Um, Big Ten games. Even there's the Purdue-Arizona game is on Peacock. Um, like, this is, like, this is 
who the, this is how they are replacing the Big Ten games on ESPN is by using Peacock. So yes, there are like six games this year that are only available via streaming, either BTN Plus, as you mentioned, or Peacock. So this is the warning again out there to anybody that's listening or watching. You will have to pay additional money, more than you're already paying for your cable bundle, if you want to watch every single men's basketball game this season. That was my thing. The second part of kind of what you said. Paying additional money? No. March 5th, the second to last game of the year, Illinois-Purdue, streaming only. I mean, theoretically, if, Where are you things putting go, it? if things go the way they could, that could determine, if not the championship, major seeding implications, and it's on Peacock. I don't disagree, but where are you putting it? FS1. They. That's the thing, though. I think it's Tuesday. I don't remember what it is. It's like Tuesdays, it's a Big Ten night, and Thursdays, it's a Big East night. Like, I, I think that's how it works. I mean, FS1 has other conferences, too. Yeah. So I I is, don't disagree with you. part of – because NBC owns USA, right? Yes. Do and they have nightly no. programming, or are they all I reruns? Mean, I'm sure they have original stuff, but I have no idea. Yeah, that's that's the only other logical explanation. Um, yep. You could have potentially thrown stuff on on USA, but like they're really pushing the, the streaming thing. I don't disagree with you. Uh, no, yeah, I see what they're doing. I mean, they're going to get people to sign up. They're going to get hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars yeah. from these fans that are that are diehards and wanting to to have to pay the what is it six dollars a month. For the premium, I already pay for it, so that's kind of yeah, why I'm for it. I'm not bitching about anything because that's what the Premier League's on. So I don't care. Um, but yeah, that's it is what it, it is to me. Streaming is, here, you have yeah. to deal with it. Like you can fight it all you want and bitch and moan about it. It's not going anywhere. You know, yeah. just find a way to to make it work if you care that much, or watch it illegally on one of those bootleg sites. Yep. Um. All right. Anything Which else? I basketball? don't condone. I'm not. I'm not supporting. I don't condone if anyone comes at me. I allegedly don't sue me, Brett Favre. Okay. <laughs> uh, anything else? Basketball. I don't know. We're getting towards the end of this. Like, how long have we been doing this yeah. show tonight? Uh, hour and three. Okay. So about an hour because we got that two-minute intro. Um, right. And what else do we want to talk about? Basketball? Others? Do we need to talk uh, about? The only other basketball thing. Did you see SIU's new uniforms? Yeah. Eight thumbs up. Yeah? Oh, my God. Big, big fan? Yeah. I've wished I like they. Him. I like this the maroon the the way Southern Illinois. Um, I think they've tried to get too cute the last couple of years and with the bulleted SIU and all that. I I like them. I like them a lot. Now, will the team be any good? Eee, eee. I don't know. No. <laughs> um. I mean, I'm sure there's a ton we can talk about basketball, but yeah, I think we probably can do that a little later. Um. Yeah, the Big Ten. It's. Produce to lose, if you ask me. Um, we'll see what they I did do in see the postseason, but the, uh, Big Ten season, I think it'll be all Purdue. The field of 68, who I just – they're so good at college basketball content. Um, shout out Rob Dowster and Goodman and all that. They put out their uh, best players, I believe. Yep, the top five yeah. were all centers. Yeah. Filipowski. Top five yes. were all big men. Yeah, and none of them will get drafted in the first round. I mean, some will get drafted in the first round, but none of them will have a pro career because no big. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, this is it's how it's been Zach for Eadie. years. 
Kyle Phil Why Kyle, is this surprising? Dickinson, Ryan Cockburn, and Donovan Klingon. Like they're all seven footers. This is why is this any different? I mean, the last I know, few it's years, like it's, five it's years. been. I know. Shebway, Coburn, that, Dickinson, like, Edie. Uh, like it's been the same thing. Like I, I get what you're saying, but like it's this year is no different than anything Timmy. else. Drew Timmy. I could not think of his name. Drew Timmy. Yeah, Drew Timmy. Yeah. I mean, uh, who just, was who was after? Who was six through ten? Did you see? I don't remember. I don't even know if I saw six through ten. I just I'm, saw. I don't I feel like they just jumped all the way to the top. I mean, Armando, Armando Bacot. Bocot. What's I Bacot. forgot his last name. Bacot. Bocot was SIU. Justin Bocot. Justin Bocot. Um, I don't see a six through ten, but they tweet a lot. So, is it still tweeting or is it Xing? They X a lot. I don't know. I don't say X. <laughs> I know some people do. Uh, let's see. There's one through five, six through no, ten. I don't Tyler, see Tyler Kolek, okay. Armando Baycott, Tyrese Proctor. Uh, yeah, it's all guards. Okay. All, well, no, Baycott's there. Baycott's a center. Whatever. And then um, eleven through ten, there's one center. So okay, so it's just. It's top heavy. Center-wise. Yeah, but like that's just how it's been. Like, yeah, it's Sheepway, Edie, Coburn, Dickinson, Dick, or whoever you said. Um, Cockburn. Yeah, like that's just what it's been. But whatever. did you also see that they've uh, big time field of sixty eight plug here? They're going to a bunch of like the mid major media days. Like they went to the Summit League, yeah. Mountain West, West Coast Conference. Like they're going to the small media days. A lot of going all in. A lot of people were bitching about the Big Ten because it was in Minnesota and no one was there. Which you know my take on media days. So, what's your take on media days? They're, They're pointless. Yeah, I know you get very fired up about that. Yeah. Okay. Um, what else do we need to talk about? Baseball playoffs going on. Um, yeah. I've watched minimal baseball. Honestly, I usually love baseball playoffs, but because of my traveling and everything else, like I've hardly watched. I have um, watched more baseball the last week than I did since the month of May. That's wonderful. I watched most of the game last night. Um, I watched bits and pieces here. Uh, it's been an interesting playoff. Uh, the, the hot topic around the web has been, is the regular season officially meaningless now? Um, which I think is a fair argument to make. Um, because what does it mean? What does it mean? I saw someone tweet that... Um... Maybe they should give the top seed like a choice to play or not. Cause like that's the issue. Like they get a week off and then everything's yeah. rusty and all that. So would they rather play the sixth seed or whatever? Um, than yeah. sit on the sit on the couch and, and lose the groove. I don't know. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just think that I don't know. Did you see the Marlins today? Yeah. The Marlins? They're a, it's a mess. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, extended an option to their GM, Kim Ng, first female GM in baseball, right? Or in professional yeah. sports. Uh, or in the big four. Sports. Maybe maybe the big four, but definitely baseball. They extended the option to her to extend her contract, and she declined it. And then it came out that they tried to hire someone to, like, oversee her. And she's like, okay, F you. <laughs> So good. I mean, good for her. Someone else yeah. better hire her because she just took the Marlins to the playoffs. But um, yeah, that that Marlins organization's kind of never been a the best. No, she can find something better than that. Yeah, they're kind of a they're a mess. Um, who do you uh, who do you got to win it? Uh, I was gonna say right now the Rangers are up five to three in the eighth of that game. The NLCS game will start tonight. Um, 
Well, right now it's looking like Texas. Um, it's like win it all. Is that what yeah. we're asking? Yeah. Uh, I will take the Phillies over the Phillies over the Rangers. That's the exact matchup I was going to take. I don't had think you asked me before. I don't think the Diamondbacks can do it. Had you asked me before this game started, I might have said Phillies over the Astros, but I still yeah. think the Phillies win. Uh, yeah. But the way going this into the playoffs, AL series has started, would you have picked like the Dodgers well, we didn't or the do Braves a show before the playoffs? Um, yeah, I would have been high on the Braves. Um, I might have still been high on the Phillies just because of what they did last year, but probably not. I probably would have said the Braves or the Dodgers, uh, the American League. I don't think I would have said the Orioles. No. Um, I might have no. said the Rangers. Um, not the Twins. I probably, I probably would have said Astros. I probably would have said Braves. Yeah. Astros. I mean, it'd be a pretty chalky answer. But yeah, right now I would say Phillies over the Rangers would be my pick. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, NFL, fantasy, where do you, you want to go anywhere? How about your Cowboys? I just, I, I can't your get experience, a read on this your NFL experience season. at Soldier oh, Field. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Yeah, I went to my first Bears game yesterday. Saw you bought another jersey. Didn't buy. Got oh. Because, Boy, because. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you this? Yes. Yes. You okay. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to vocalize it for the world to hear. But uh, yes, that was one of my free promo jerseys. Uh, Justin Fields, who will probably no longer be a bear after this year because he's hurt and not going to be able to prove anything. They're going to get the number one pick and drop Caleb Williams. Um, but yes, first Bears game. Um, my brother-in-laws couldn't go to my bachelor party, so they're like, we'll bring you up to a Bears game later in the year. So that was like a makeup for missing my bachelor party. So went with um, a couple of my brother-in-laws and a father-in-law to the Bears game yesterday. First time in the stands. I had been to Soldier Field. I covered an Illinois Northwestern game there. One year, it was actually the day that they gave Bill Cubit the extension. Um, the oh, not ideal day. It was oh, that was a. I could tell. I could write a book about that day. Um, so I had been to Soldier Field on the field, but I'd never been in the stands. It was it was fun. I mean, yeah. I leaned over to my brother in law and I was like, "Okay, this is. I know it's early in the season, but this place is packed." He's like, "Oh yeah, every game." I was like, "Even if they're like last year, they were three and 12 He's like, "Yeah, it's it at kickoff. It's packed now. Second half." Most people leave, but that city supports. It was fun. It got loud, man. There was in the second half, Minnesota was backed up inside like the two, like right on the goal line, um, going 98 yards. And it was loud. That was the end zone we were in. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a cool environment. It was, um, I, I tweeted the pictures. It was the first home game since Dick, since Dick Buckus died, which we didn't even touch on. Completely forgot about that. Should have wrote that down. We suck. Um, yeah. Uh, first, home game since he died. So they did a little like video tribute and carried his flag and all that stuff. And then we were walking through and I saw his big, like I took a picture with his big bobblehead type thing. Um, so that was cool, but yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. It was fun. They suck, but it was fun. It's wonderful. <laughs> Glad you got that experience. Cam Cameron played regular season for them. Didn't he? He did. He yeah. did. Uh, his first game, um, that he actually saw the field during a regular season was on a snowy Christmas Eve. And wow. it was one of the most surreal experiences of my life. Yeah, um, but yeah, awesome. no, not, that's the first time I had, um, I saw him going to see him was the first time I had been to soldier. Field. Yeah. Um, so I think I went two or three times that year when he was there. Um, I had been to a bears Packers Monday night football game, but it was in mm. Champaign. 
Um, oh, it was the year was they were renovating and played in Champagne. Uh, was that like oh six or seven oh eight something like that? I don't, I don't know. I don't. We were we were trying to way. think of that because we went out by the Collins at Soldier Field trying to figure out when they when they renovated Soldier Field and we couldn't we couldn't think yeah, of it. That's the only time. That's the only time I'd even been to an NFL game before Cameron's whole experience. Yeah. Um, third, yeah, so, third NFL game, third NFL stadium, third NFL game. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a cool place. It's a very historic place. It's unfortunate that they're going to move them out because it's, it deserves more better, but unfortunately they're, it, they need something different. So if the yeah. city's not going to give it to them, then. We kind of talked about that that day, uh, yesterday. And the in-laws seem to believe that they're not moving. And if they do need something, that there's enough room near Soldier Field that they could just rebuild something new there, like in the parking lots or south. Probably you're just landlocked because you're right there on the lake. Like there's only there's only so much you can do. I mean, I'm sure it's possible that they can do something. um, But they, I, I think, and I've said this before, the city of Chicago desperately needs a roofed venue. Yes. Yes. Like Indianapolis and Minneapolis and LA have or whatever. Like they need to be able to host final fours and college football playoffs and super bowls. And those are things that they cannot host right now. So like, that's just a huge disadvantage that the city has because they just can't do those type of, it's not about the football. Like Buffalo is building a brand new stadium with, without a roof. And like Buffalo can do that because Buffalo doesn't need a venue like that. It's not in line to be hosting any of these things. Chicago is missing out on a ton of money yeah. because they can't host those type of events. Yep. Um, whatever. Okay. Let's just shut this thing down. We've been doing this for a while. Um, hundred episodes, hundred episodes. That's pretty fantastic. Uh, I'd say, um, I never told everybody to like follow all of our stuff, but like we give the same spiel every week. So like, if you're yeah. familiar, like you already know where to find us. Uh, if you're already listening or watching this, you know where to find us. Please like subscribe, all that stuff. Follow us on all of our, all of our social media. Thank you to all of you who have participated at any point, whether it's today or in the past. Uh, we appreciate you. You're the reason why we do this. If we were getting two views per video, we probably would have stopped a year and a half ago. Uh, but the fact that we actually have people that tune into this thing makes it a little better. So that's wonderful. Thank you for that. Um, we will be back. We'll, we're back on a regular schedule now. Uh, sort of, I guess. I don't know. We get to basketball <laughs> season and who knows. <laughs> who knows? Um, we don't really have a game plan. That's the best nope. part about this. Um, yep. We just kind of hop on here. Usually one of us sends it out a text around lunchtime on Monday saying, yep. are we doing this thing or not? Um, and that's pretty much how it happens. So, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you to you, Craig. Thank you to all the viewers, listeners, uh, contributors, everything else, uh, for coming along on this journey. A hundred has been pretty cool. Let's see if we can do 200. Here's to the next hundred. (laughs) All right. We're going to shut it down. He's Craig. I'm Logan. This has been no one asked us. Uh, we'll probably be back next week. Um, but who knows? Who knows? Um, until <laughs> next time, peace, love, barbecue, barbecue.